Splinters of Jade is a thriller podcast and may contain material not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The floral sense. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. Actually, talking business like um, the note that was left. Yogo Sojimo is played by Brent Dawson. Maybe we shouldn't have an accident. Maybe I'm overthinking this. And introducing special guest Trevor Cuba as Kakita Onimaru. Onimaru would be this. Distracted from his training stuff. Now, on with our show. So we open up with the uh, Toritaka lecture on ghost hunting, wrapping to a close, and there's just one last bit of business that that Toritaka Koyu is going to present. If anyone is interested in learning some techniques, please come see me after the lecture and we can schedule some times for some trainings. And with that, this lecture has concluded and she steps off the front area and you guys are left to your own devices. Uh, Tomorrow is the next meeting of court. So you have some free time after this uh, lecture to do what you need to. Gru actually goes up to the Toritaka afterwards and says, I would be interested in learning some on how to differentiate the spirits, to see that which your clan is more prevalent with. Really? Oh, I'd be happy to teach you. Yeah. I, too, would be interested um, as a non ninja how to deal with um, uh, angry spirits, unrestful spirits. Is there a time that is best for you, Puritaka-san? Um, let us meet after dinner this evening, and I, I will happily show you what uh, we will start with. Of course. Guru bows and says, then I will see you after dinner. Bows again, then he walks away. Well, after dinner then, Toritaka-san, bow and walk away as well. All right. What other business would you like to attend to until after dinner time? You've got quite a bit of free time now. Guru is going to actually do some more practice with the weapons he's acquired and after he's done his practice he will then work on cleaning and maintaining them keeping them in a very optimal shape so so sorry chris i just thought of something is there any way i can 
swipe one of her notes for analysis. Um, do a uh, skullduggery error. Uh, I'm going to hide the TN on this. Yes. Uh, so I forgot what my air ring is. I think it is only two. It is only two, and my skullduggery is two. So here we go. Keep that exploding, and that, um, uh, well, the white success with might as well the white success and see what I get with that exploding. Oops. Okay, so that's three successes and two strife. Um, you notice that she's left behind a uh, smaller scroll that's just kind of sitting there, um, just kind of in the act of trying to clean up everything. She forgot one little thing, mm-hmm. so you, you do find a note. Okay, uh, I will... For the rest of the day, I'll take that and try and compare it to my memory of the original letter to see if the handwriting's match. All right. Uh, go ahead and then do a... Um, what ring would that be? Yeah, exactly. What ring would that be? Comp- I'm going to say composition. And you're going to do it with Earth because you're ca- having to recall what the other one says mm-hmm. or what the other one looked like. Earth, I know is three. Composition is still two, so that's a lot of strife. Uh, what's the TN on this? It's going to be a TN three. All right, I'll keep the. So that's two more strife, three successes, and let me hear that. Okay, so I'll, I'll just won't keep the. Yeah, I'll keep the three successes with strife, or two. So it's two strife. Three successes. There we are. All right. Uh, what caused you to have the strife? Uh, probably thinking how Cooney just left that note hanging around. Uh, the strife is like, I don't want the strife from the first roll is definitely from me not wanting to her to know I'm interfering or at least attempting to interfere. And the other one is just the, the fact that Cooney just sent a note into the wilds filled with scorpion and crane and phoenix. Wait, are there phoenix here? Yes, they're phoenix here. All all ready to just start messing with the uh, the letters and the notes to add stuff. So I just want to make sure that it's her her handwriting and maybe try and push that along. I don't know, play matchmaker. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I would have made a suggestion of the margins aren't quite lined up correctly. Um, calligraphy is a little bit sloppy, not up to your standards. Yeah. So uh, you're pretty sure that the handwriting matches. Okay. Huh. God, do I want to be manipulatively scorpion in this? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. Akira. Yes. I have come to the conclusion that the writer of the mysterious love note towards Kuniguru happens to be none other than our lovely Toritaka uh, gal. Ah. So, so, so let's let's find something else for me to do uh, that would require my attention. Yes, and we, we can both Oh, to spy, to spy, or not to spy. Hmm. 
yes, do that. And I, I will, uh, but find out where they shall meet and we shall observe and then give Cooney some pointers upon his return. Actually, let's give him pointers right now. So, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's uh, talk to him right now about this. Yes. Let's see. Where is he? Hmm. I would just ask like uh, yeah. one of the servants if they've seen a, a Cooney with the vengeance yes. on their forehead. So start asking around, seeing seeing where uh, Cooney is. You were finally directed to the uh, <clears throat> practice yards. He is practicing. He's out there practicing with the magical Naginata. And he also, he, depending on how long it takes you, he actually maybe have moved on to the Yumi. Mm-hmm. So he has been working on both getting better with the Yumi and with the Naginata. Uh, there he is. Ah, getting all hot and sweaty. We must. Uh, Kitsuki, if you could remind me, how many, how am I long till the meeting? How, how much time do we have? It, it was after dinner. After dinner? Hmm. After dinner, yes. I can work with this. <laughs> or can I? I forget. Do I have it? I, I was thinking of buying it. <laughs> Oh, I don't really have what what, what was it? Des, design? I don't have design yet. Hmm. Uh, well, we should at least get him cleaned up. Yes. So Yeah, currently he is I said, are you there when he well he's still practicing the Naginata, or is it been long enough that he's actually in working the Yumi? Uh probably after all that, because I, I would have to swipe the paper. Go to a private area, examine it for a length a bit of time, find Kitsuki. So it's probably at the Yumi time. Okay. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So he has his uh he's got his top back on, the Hayori, but it is mm-hmm. he does not have it cinched with the Kukui. So it's mm. it gives him a little bit of freedom for to cool off after his practice with the Naginata. You see him. He just he picks up an arrow from where he's got a dozen stuck in the ground next to him, lines it up, draws back. And as soon as he's got a full draw, he releases. It appears he's trying to do a quick draw release. Arrow knows the way. Yes. Uh, Coney, would you care to join us in the bath after you finished? That was my intent. I always need a bath after I've been practicing. Excellent. Excellent especially before dinner. I know that the crab are considered to be barbarians and uncouth. We do no, know those are the lions. No, no, no. The crabs are considered barbarians. The lions are just uncouth. They're not considered uncouth. They are uncouth. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah but, lion, lions are a bit uncouth. Crab are simply straightforward. So we are considered barbarians and, and uncouth. Where the unicorns are just barbarians, the lions are just uncouth. But even with that being said, and as he's doing this, he still draw, picks up an arrow, draws release, picks up an arrow, draw release. We do realize that it is best to not be all worked up after or before a meal with everyone else. We have to at least give some semblance of civility when there are crane around. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. And probably about that time, he, he grabs the last arrow knocks it, sees, uh, is uh, Onomaru in the uh, practice yards about this time, you think? Yeah, he probably would be. 
notices on Amaro and just releases. And I'm going to actually make a roll on this one. Data missed. No, he hits. Almost misses. Yeah. So edge of the target. Yes. Yeah. So it just just barely sticks in. It's like, let me go clean up the arrows and then I will join you in the bath. I think it's time to freshen up. And then he heads over uh, and yes. starts pulling arrows out of the target and then puts everything away. I might want to be distracted from his training and stuff, but the entire time you can catch him catching sneaking glances in the general direction. It's probably why Guru was so almost horrible on the last shot. And as he cleans up everything, he starts to leave the, uh, the practice grounds. He bows to everyone that's still there with a respectful bow and then yeah. heads to go get a get a change of clothes then then to the bath uh yeah i will uh guru how about you let me handle uh the reacquisition of our clothes what you just go head to the bath and not worry about it okay guru looks a little puzzled but then <laughs> starts to think oh wait this is so he's always a little weird Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. He's Scorpion. Yeah. That's why I knew I could do this. <laughs> uh, so I go to the servant at the bathhouse and I say, uh, I give Cooney's measurements and say, go, go fetch some fine clothes for a man of Cooney Guru's size and bring the best Cooney makeup that is available in the palace. Yes, Samurai Sama. Uh, I'm going to conveniently forget uh, a couple boo on the counter. And it, if anybody asks, it wasn't me. He he scoots off and those boo are mysteriously missing from the counter. Yeah. So I got to mark so, that above. At the bathhouse, it's actually fairly busy. Um, last couple times you've come, it's been in the off hours. With this being one of the more general days off and court being tomorrow. It's actually somewhat busy for you guys. Uh, there's several different groups of people just kind of clustered in their own spots within the bathhouse. Just relaxing. There's some sake being poured around. Uh, not necessarily the best idea to be drinking and in hot water, but Nonetheless, they're enjoying themselves. Uh, you find a secluded spot, all things considered, secluded at least, uh, to be able to talk privately. The thing is, Chris, Guru doesn't know that they want to talk privately. They just talk I don't about even know I wanted to talk privately. I just want to. <laughs> yeah, it's all Guru knows is they want to have a, I think we should have a decent bath and just converse. So Gru wouldn't necessarily be looking for a private section. Katsuki but, would. And if Katsuki's there at the same time, then Katsuki's probably doing the one looking because Gru's like, okay, just find a bath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and suddenly Sterum's like, no, no, no. A little bit more private. The, over here, this little more secluded. Gru raises an eyebrow at the mention of private, but doesn't say anything as he is directed to the private bath or private tissue. Just have a little um, 
business to discuss. He grew looks as we get to that area, make sure there's no one within earshot. We talking about business south of the wall, or are we talking about business of a blue man nature? Actually talking business like um, the note that was left. Apparently, Yoga-san made a little discovery. Uh, we think it's Tortaka-san. Really? Yes. So I am going to find something emergency-ish that I cannot make the meeting tonight. And we're actually going to give you a few... Um, Pointers uh, for your date after dinner tonight. Or raises an eyebrow, but doesn't say anything. Which is why uh, we um, wanted to be a little bit more private. So then I guess we should wait for Sojibosan. I think at this point he does arrive. As Guru's lowering himself in and just, ah. Uh, speaking of which, you know, wave him over. Yes, I, I, I will join. I will join. <laughs> So I have arranged for you to have uh, some fine clothes and uh, some of the best Cooney makeup that this castle should have. How well that works, we'll see. Okay, that is expected of you, for I know that you are like to play. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. But why do you believe it is Torotaka-san? Well, I... uh, She... Happened to accidentally leave some paperwork of hers at the from the lecture today. Uh, going over the two in my mind, I come to the conclusion that yes, they were both written by the same person. I see. So, unless she has other people do her notes for her or another person did the notes, eh, we'll see. Possible that someone else did the note. Because the scent from the haiku is not the scent that Torotako-san wears. Interesting. Torotako-san wears chrysanthemum. And what was the scent from the note, Chris? Yeah, I think it was hyacinth. Or might have been hydrangea. Um, But you've also smelled other scents off of her. Hibiscus. Hibiscus, yes. It was an H1. Hey, I've I've got it in my... uh notes yeah when when she came into the lecture you had you could smell one scent and then at archery you smelled a different scent because it was at archery i think where i smelled the chrysanthemum yeah and then i believe i said it was lavender when you were in the lecture yeah i don't remember you mentioning a specific scent but i may have been out of it yeah, I, I don't remember that either, but I was going to ask. <laughs> if I didn't, you could sm- when you came up to talk to her, you could smell the faint scent of lavender. So that and Gru would not have said that. But actually, it's though now that I think about it, it is possible that she may have written it when she was practicing her archery. She smelled of chrysanthemums, though she was smelling of lavender today. At the lectures, maybe it's she prefers the floral scents. Perhaps not just not just one. Yes, a girl can't be expected to wear the same scent over and over again. There's that. Yes. Why not? That would be dull. Okay. And your reasoning? Uh, I don't know. Just yeah. Okay. It would be like 
It would be like expecting my wife to wear the same kimono day in and day out. She would not have it. But does she not have the same style of kimonos? No, she doesn't. She has a few that are formal and dressy. She has a few that are casual. She has she has several. I guess it is just because I travel so much that having more than I can carry is not really a thing. Yes, yes. But some women's tastes are slightly mercurial. They change every once in a while. Mm. Not, not too much, but a little. I see. That is not something that I have any experience with. Which is why we asked to talk with you. I figured it was not more... It was, not really a talk, more of a lecture. <laughs> Settle from Sojabo, analytical from Akira. And he points at each of them as he says their names. As for affairs of the heart, which as you say that you both understand to different affairs of the heart, but if you consider I am not around much. It may not be affairs of the heart. It's more of affairs of knowledge, but it could be affairs of the heart. Yes, and Guru is definitely being uh, obtuse. So, okay. So, now, in order to detract suspicion, I believe I should have a bit of an accident, and Akira should spend time taking care of me after said accident. I was thinking maybe sprinkling a little shrimp in my meal tonight. But would it not be more likely that if you were to have had an accident... Then one of the crab shugen, crab healers would be treating to you. Yes, Akira could know mm. some, but he is a bushi and courtier more. Courtier more, yes. A courtier. Yeah. Good point. Oh. Maybe Kitsuki should have the accident. Maybe he shouldn't yeah. have an accident. Maybe I'm overthinking this. Yes. Kitsuki uh, does have a bit of a heart issue. You have a bit of a heart issue. If it is your intent that there is a quote-unquote accident, rather than accident, it's Tarch is not up for anything. He decides to go to bed early tonight, since it seems that you wish it to be private between myself and Torotako-san. Well, as far as she knows, yes. Yes. What, do you think we weren't planning on spying on you? Yeah, Gru looks at Sojabo with a, a glare of what you think that I can't hold, handle myself? No, I'm a scorpion. I spy. It's like, so it's like breathing to us, I guess. But you are a Yogo, not a Bayushi. Mm, so I should spy with magic. <laughs> Gru puts his head in his hands like, oh my God, <laughs> did I just give him that idea? <laughs> I don't think I have any, I don't have any air spells to do that. So unless I, I don't know any off the top of my head and I don't want to look any up. So. <laughs> so he rolls his eyes. Okay, fine. I shall be content with uh, waiting and um, impatiently for all the uh, sorted details in the morning. Who doesn't say anything to that because he knows that Akira probably will be there even if he says he's not. <laughs> Especially since Sojibo was going to persuade him. Yeah. If your suspicions are correct, which is why you wish to, that I have a private session with Tarotako-san. Is it your inclination that 
I say flowery words and try to win her heart. Oh, she'd see right through that. Good, because I can't do it. That too. And then Guru looks over at Sojabo, raises eyebrow like, and what do you what do you want to say? Oh, I'm just trying to think of a way to what good prayers to hide myself. Sorry, what was that again? Grew again, face palms. Like, oh my gosh. Then ducks down below the water completely to get his his nice mane of hair wet. And comes back up. Since you are both trying to play manipulation, play matchmaker to a point, and Akira is, knows that I am not very subtle and really doesn't have anything that he wishes to try and direct me. And knowing you, Sojabo, you probably do. Sadly, I'm not much a Soshi. I've never really paid much attention to air commie. <sighs> Quick aside, and none of us are deer, so... There is no deer clan. Mm. It's according to Chris, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is why I said as an aside. Yeah, you may not be a Soshi, but that has nothing to do with you trying to direct me into things. Unless you were talking about trying to whisper in my ear while I'm talking with Sototako-san. Ooh. <laughs> Guru's like, oh, God, I gave him another idea. No, something to... Something tells me that would be a very bad idea. Would be a good uh, would be a good idea for a comedic play, not for real life. Most definitely. <laughs> Sadly, this is not the tale of Genji. True. So is it that you will just let me actually go things about my own way? Or is it you are going to try and direct me? Well, we have traveled with you quite some time, uh, Garusan. Uh, we know that in order to direct you, we don't give you exact directions. We just point you in the right direction and, and tell you what the end goal is. Yes. So that's what we're doing right now. We're pointing you in the right direction, saying that we believe that it is uh, Toritaka-san who wrote the note. And the end goal of enjoy yourself. Guru looks over at Sojabo with a... Is that all? Look, he nods. I see. I will thank you both for your endeavors in deciphering who the haiku came from. We will find out if that is the case or not. I will try and be subtle, or at least as subtle as I can be. Yes, yes, that that, that should do fine. Yes. yes, I will not ask her if she wrote the haiku outright. That. That is actually an improvement. About this time, a uh, servant walks over and has a jug of sake and some cups. Excuse me, Samurais. Uh, I have been asked to deliver this to you. He sets it down and then leaves. Thank you. Is there a note or nothing? Check for poison. <laughs> There's no note, but uh, you kind of do a quick survey of the area and you see a pair of doji kind of looking at you and raise their own cup and nod. Ah. Uh, one, I mean, they're, although being doji, you can see that one of them, uh, the one that had been speaking at uh, court trying to get 
rice. Uh, Doji Shuten. Yep, Doji Shuten is. Uh, you didn't notice this before, but uh, in the bath, you can see he's pretty pockmarked. A lot of uh, red splotches and scars, possibly from a disease in childhood. Mm. Guru will pick up uh, one of the cups, will raise it to them in a polite fashion, then he pretends to to set. He does not wish to actually partake in any sake right now. Uh, Like I said, Yoga would check for poisons uh, just because... Yeah, it's not poisoned. Okay. Uh, Yoga will do the same. Uh, Go lift it under his... uh, uh, face covering because he's he doesn't wear his mask in the bath. That would be bad for the mask. Yeah, but he's a scorpion. He never goes completely unmasked. No, no, no. I, I learned from secondhand strife promo, uh, not paid, but uh, that scorpion would wear uh, like a black veil. Or of some sort, or not really much of a veil, but a black covering with like eye holes is what I'm wearing. Yeah. Something basically that's covered. Yeah. Gru sits back, relaxes a little, just takes in the nice heat of the bath. So, what have you thought? Uh, aside from the ghost lecture, uh, quite dull. I mean, there's not much. Aside from the fight between the, the arguments between the crab and the crane over supplies, there's nothing really of interest going on right now. It's a court. Yeah. And we've only had archery so far, but then the Tartaka lecture, which, yes, that is very intriguing. Yes, yes, I, I will be having a um, Kamari uh, contest uh, in two days. I see. Just something light and fun to break up the uh, seriousness of the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. So. And then just crew will just sit there and relax and yeah, sit back, relax into the bath. And we're calling this. Pledges of Jade is a work of fiction. It is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Edmund D. International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix and Amelia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Brent Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at Facebook.com backslash SodgePodgeRPG, and SodgePodgeRPG.podbean.com. You can message us at SodgePodgeRPG at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't J-Strike it, draft it with Earth.